Yep, I just had um spaghetti and milk though for <laughs> for breakfast, and everyone's talking about some. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's really concerning. You haven't tried it though. Not regular milk, like canned milk. You know canned milk. This is just getting worse and worse. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to the kingdom. <laughs> this is your host, the one and only King Cora. You know, like, you boil the spaghetti, you put it in a bowl, you put some sugar in it, and then you put canned milk in it, kind of like a spaghetti cereal. That's what I call it. Oh, my sister had that the other day, actually. Really? Like She, didn't, just... she didn't finish it, but, like, she tried it. <laughs> it's good. So, hello, Dylan. Hi. Welcome to the kingdom. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you gotta say, like, happy to be here. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, Take two. Okay. Hi, Dylan. Hey. Welcome to the kingdom. Hi. Um, I'm. I want to thank my mom. Oh my god. And my dad. Mm-hmm. And everybody who's gotten me here to this point. All right. Um, yeah. my mom was talking to me because she watched your video. Yeah. Um, from like two years. Was it? That's like two years ago now, right? It's been like a year and some months. Yeah. And she was like, Dylan, like, why aren't you looking at the camera? Like, make sure. Make sure with this next one, you're actually looking at the camera. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. Everyone commented on that, though. They were like, what is he looking at? What were you looking at? Um, you did not look at the camera once at all. Obviously, I looked at the camera at least once. But okay, like was, maybe like twice. I can't, I can't tell you what I was looking at because it was not for everybody to know. What could have been outside that was not for everybody to know? All right. Yeah. What um, have you been up to recently? I'm in Germany, so yeah. that's cool. I'm uh, in a location off the grid that okay. I just said a few seconds ago. Um, I've been spending time with my mom because she lives here and my sister. And uh, she asked me to shout her out, actually. Which <laughs> not no, do it. Shout out no. Morgan. If you're I don't. Listening. I don't I don't know her, so <laughs> I don't even know her name to be honest. <laughs> She's just and, a stranger that you live with. Yeah, occasionally. <laughs> occasionally, I'm crying. How's Germany? Oh, uh, it's really good, but I'm leaving like next week. Oh, really? You're mm-hmm. coming back? Yeah. For like permanently? What do you mean? I mean, I, we go to school. Together. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I didn't know if you were just coming back for a little bit and then going back, but because you've been there for like a year. Right? Five months. Wait, no. I thought you went at the beginning of the pandemic. No. Oh, you went in December. I did. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remembered. I feel like I don't do a good job with, like, explaining who my guests are. So I am going to start by saying, everybody, this is Dylan Akbar. Dylan <laughs> is... <laughs> that is not you... my last name. What is your <laughs> name? Dylan William. That's my oh my god. Dylan Dylan Will. Dylan Agbara is my last name. Agbara. Yeah. Okay. Dylan Agbara. He is a Nigerian (laughs) uh college student athlete. We go to the same school and I guess we should I should say how we met. 
he his pronouns. Oh yes, he his pronouns. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. It's okay. It's okay. I should have just made that clear. A lot of people were like, "How did you guys meet?" When I asked sending questions for Dylan. So my first recollection of Dylan was like second day of college. <laughs> and we were we were like all forced to take this class picture, like all the freshmen. So we all had like our UMass Amherst shirts and stuff. And we were all told to go to this field to take a picture. And it was so hot that day, like very, very hot. So I had like um, a bunch of like pamphlets with me and I was fanning myself. And then I look up and I see this tall ass dude like crouched down next to me. And then he puts his head next to mine so that he could get uh, some of the fan. And I was like, who the fuck are you? And then he, I think I, you ended up taking it from me and fanning yourself. No. No? That's not what happened. I what? asked if you could fan me. Oh, you were like, oh, so then I started fanning you. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. And that's when I knew. That's when you knew what? That's, that's when I knew. <laughs> okay i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna accept that i hope that's a good thing whatever you knew yeah but i feel i feel like i didn't i didn't get any of your social media or anything from that day oh no 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 no. the next time we met was like months later yeah, yeah yeah like after that occurrence like i was just like oh okay but then i would just see you like around and at first i did not like you oh. i just i just i just had made like a I think I already made like a like an image of you in my head, like when I would see you around. So I was just like, mm, I'm not really gonna like you know. You didn't give me that vibe at all, so I guess that's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I also didn't know you, so then when I got to know you, I was like, okay, okay, cool. Yeah. But I I didn't even remember meeting. Like I didn't know who you were, obviously, when I met you the first time, and then the second time was with like uh, Didi, your ex roommate yeah and xavier Mm -hmm. and um and like a bunch of the other guys we were we came into the room because we were like hanging out together and all that stuff yeah yeah. you just i feel like you were like asleep i don't know you were just really quiet yeah i was always asleep when you guys would come to my room i was just i just kind of took you for like someone who was like taking college really seriously freshman year was i taking college seriously probably yeah so yeah i thought you were like really quiet but i thought you were you were generally like a nice person yeah i think i was a little too nice to everybody but yeah i think i was just nice i the the reason why i didn't like you was because you just hung out with all the white girls and i was just i just was like <laughs> i was like nah he's like one of those boy those black boys who just likes white girls you know the, there's that kind of there's that type of white boy i mean black boy and you just already kind of know what they're like but you are not like that at all i, I get it i get how that could look that way from the exterior <laughs> I mean, yeah. I like my I like my white friends. I like my black friends a lot. Obviously, I I hang mostly with my black boys, my friends. We're the FBMA. Oh yeah. Well, but that was recently. I'm gonna say like the first couple months of freshman year. I uh. So first of all, in regards to like white girls and all that, I just Mm -hmm. feel like Pierpont was the dorm I was living in, and I oh that's I could not. I couldn't. I get it now oh, yeah no I uh I, I just couldn't I could not think off the top of my head chick chick is a black guy who lived in Pierpont I think <laughs> other than that I couldn't yeah. think of a single black person oh so you girl. were just surrounded yeah I mean and, yeah. and they were all nice people you know but I had a girlfriend mm-hmm. and I wasn't I wasn't like interested in any of them yeah you did yeah I had a girlfriend freshman year from like high school mm-hmm. and then you guys broke up yeah how long into college did you break up 
Uh, it was like like last three, four weeks of school. Oh, so you were dating the whole freshman year? Yeah, it was. It what? Was really we we did we did really well together. We were good. Like, no, um, but you know, we were, wow. we were friends. We uh we did the long distance thing really well. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you didn't go and visit her or anything, or did you? Why do you Why do you think I didn't? I visited her once. She lived in Amherst, so whenever she came home, oh. like she'd be right there essentially. Oh, my <sighs> memory's being jogged. Where did you go to school? Like high school? Here. So I went to. Yeah, I went to um, Taunton High for one year. I did mm-hmm. my senior year there. It was in Taunton, Massachusetts. It's yeah. In like Bumble Fudge Nowhere. Hey, can I can I swear on this? Can mm-hmm. I? Okay. Yeah, I do sometimes. Was, yeah, I'll do it next time. And then I uh, I did my postgrad year, postgraduate year at the um, the Williston Northampton School. It's like a prep school. And I, I went there. Was that for sports? Then, yeah, it was for sports, but also just because my grades, like, obviously, I had a really successful year at Taunton High, but it's like a public school and it, the standards aren't really that high anyway. So doing well there doesn't really equate to much. And then I went to Williston and obviously I did well. I mean, not obviously, but I did well there as well. And then just having two years in America was pretty good. And mm. it put me in good stead and in, into getting into colleges. So that's what I needed. You said two years in America. Where were you before? Oh, OK. Um, Do you want me to go backwards or should I just... From out the womb, should I just start? <laughs> From out the womb, yeah. Okay. Hi, um, my beautiful mother. Uh, she she gave birth to me in London, Essex, in okay. Harold Wood. I I didn't know that before, but is that a I hospital guess, or a place? I guess it's like a town. I don't know, but like that's where I'm born, London, Essex, Harold Wood. Nice. I I remember I was coming in. I was like going to visit in England. And the guy took my passport. He was like, where were you born? And I was like, London, Essex. And he was like, does Harold Wood ring a bell? Because it was like at the like immigration control type thing. And I was like, yeah. I was like, no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, well, that's where you were born. Oh, what? Um, so now I, I can't forget that. How did he know that? Because it, it says I... it on my passport. Oh, you just didn't see it. Yeah. I, uh, so I, I was born there, lived there till I was two. And then in like 2001, Mm-hmm. We or maybe 2002, we moved to America. It was it was after 9/11. Moved to America and then lived in Pennsylvania for about eight years. So when I was 10, my my parents got divorced like throughout my time in America. And then me, my mother, my mother and I moved to Germany, Düsseldorf, mm-hmm. Germany, when I was 10. And then my sister came shortly after. And then when I was 16, we all moved to England. It was um back to England, but it wasn't London. It was Newbury. And like New Berkshire area, so it's not really. It's like kind of like on the outskirts of London. It's it's not particularly close. Yeah, and then when I was eighteen, my dad called and he was like, "Hey, uh, I want you to come to U- the U.S. You know, do schooling here, go to college, get a good education, and all that stuff." Because I was like, you know, doing fo- uh, soccer, football, yeah, whatever. Football, whatever. I say yeah. football. Yeah, so do I. But yeah, so I was I was really into that, and obviously my dad kind of just had a vision of like, you know, if if that doesn't work out, obviously you want to have something to fall back on and. And at first I was just like, yeah, no. And then I just hung up the phone. Really? And then, yeah. And I told my mom and she was like, oh, like, you know, what bogus? Like, yeah, you don't have to go there. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it. Like, I remember I was just like, I was in Germany on vacation at the time. And I was like at the beach and I was like thinking, I was like, you know, I think that would like be a really good like thing to do because it was like summer. So mm-hmm. if I came, it would just be like going right into my ear. Yeah. And and then I called him back like within a week and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to come over and we'll, we'll get this done. About that, actually. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, it felt kind of stupid. But that's yeah. good. I'm glad that like you thought about it through. Well, because were you hesitant on living with him or just living in America in general? Both. I, I was like, I, I knew my mom obviously let me do so many more things than he did. Mm-hmm. And I also knew like as soon as like he wasn't really in my life as much, I could get my haircut when I want I could get my haircut how I wanted like with my dad it's like he's a very like old school type guy it was yeah you're getting you're getting no one all around and he'll do it for you if you don't go <laughs> he's, he's like he was that type of dude and I, I would be like freaking nine ten years old and he'd you know make sure like every piece of my life was like in order he, uh, he didn't let me he didn't let me sleep over places okay. because because of like Michael Jackson that's it like he didn't what? say no he didn't say he didn't say you can't sleep over because of this thing going on in the news. He just mm-hmm. said, you can't sleep over at this place because Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just thinking, what did Michael Jackson do? I didn't ask any questions. He obviously explained <laughs> it to me later on, but I was, I was shook. I was so, That's so funny because yeah. of Michael Jackson. You know, as soon as he left, I was, I kind of just was more free to like be my own person and develop my own self. And then I yeah. knew, you know, even though I'm 18 and I'm coming back here, I'm like with an African dad he is you know he's he's a very authoritative figure in general mm-hmm. and then also just in america being a black boy going yeah. to america and and kind of being alone at times in college and in prep school i didn't think i was really prepared for that and it wasn't really something i was i've always been a mama's boy you know yeah so i just wasn't really prepared for that it was so you just kind of had to be independent on your own also it's hard because like i have moved to a different mm-hmm. continent like when i was 12 so mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's different for you because you were 18, so you already have, like, developed your, your sense of identity, but still, it's kind of, like, starting over. Yeah. Because you exactly. don't really know anybody, and you got to, like, learn the ropes and, like, how to, like, navigate and stuff. So did you live in Ghana until you were 12? Yeah, till I was 11, but yeah, it was. I came in 2012. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Were you expecting anything when you came here? Like, was there, did, did it meet your expectations? Well, because you already lived here before, so. I just kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm the type to just want to take days, like, you know, one at a time. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really have crazy expectations. I'd say going to prep school, I had high expectations. Yeah. And they, they, they lived up to a sense, but not completely. Mm-hmm. But in regards to like public high school, like I was just like, you know, it's it's the local high school. Yeah. I, I'd already seen it because I'd visited my dad before and it looked like a prison. <laughs> I, you know, and then I went and it, it still looked like a prison. Feels like a prison too. Yeah, it was it was horrendous. But um and the teachers, they they all sucked, except for my my US history teacher, Mr. Collins. I liked him. I liked him a lot. Shout out Mr. Collins. Yeah, good dude. Very good dude. Taunton High, Mr. Collins. Great dude. Yeah. But what was the hardest part? Um, just staying out of trouble. Obviously not in like like weird sense. It was Taunton, Massachusetts. So like there's like, <laughs> he's like, There's nothing happening there anyway. Yeah, but like you've got like, you know, iffy iffy people. You've you've got iffy people everywhere, people selling yeah. drugs, people getting into the wrong stuff, girls, obviously. My dad my dad was always very adamant on me just you know, keeping my head in the books and Mm-hmm. not getting involved with people because you know you, now I'm I, I do not know like I know more girls from Taunton High that are pregnant or have had children now than girls that don't oh my god yeah exactly. what is going on in that town yeah they're all just banging each other <laughs> Ew. Banging. <laughs> but that's interesting because your dad said don't get a girl and then you got a girl right away yeah I mean I was uh 
I, I, I mean, I dated somebody at Taunton High, but it wasn't really like dating. We were just like yeah. seeing each other essentially. Mm-hmm. And like, we didn't go, it wasn't anything romantic. We didn't go on dates. We, you know, barely like said, I love you. And then she, she like, she, it, it wasn't, it's like she cheated on me. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's not like a boohoo type thing. It was just like that. You see how unserious that is. Yeah. yeah. You no. Know, and then I didn't, I obviously didn't see anybody for a long time after that. And then at Willison, um, it was, it was, uh, oh, it was co-ed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I think I'm going to an all boys school. That's I thought it was when you said it, I just assumed all boys right away. So, so when I said that I started dating somebody from high school, you thought that I, I thought was, was dating a fellow boy. No, no, no. I thought it was from time. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's why <laughs> yeah, no. I did not think you were gay. Oh, yeah. I've, I've gotten, my, my voice was really high pitched when I was younger mm-hmm. and a lot of people used to ask me if I was gay. <laughs> I was flattered. I don't know. Why? Because <laughs> it means like, I mean, I used to sing and people would like be all up, you know, gassing you me up and shit. You used to sing? Were you any good? One thing at a time. <laughs> One thing. <laughs> I'm learning so much. I sang, um, I sang this Bruno Mars song and I posted it on YouTube. No way. And, but it's like not under my name. I, 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 I've seen it's, it. It's the one there. I don't know how to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it's not my YouTube channel anymore. I lost the password. I, I like I do not know how to delete it. But it's it's not like I don't I don't think the uh-huh. average YouTube watcher will find it because it was years ago. I need I, to find this video. I promise you. I, I promise will you, it was find the this worst video. thing in the world. <laughs> and like I posted it, and then I was like. I should I was like I should delete this before people see it and then I went through like all it was while I was in Germany and I went through all the school and nobody like even approached me about it it obviously didn't fucking go viral yeah (laughs) but um like it's sad at two views you (laughs) you watching it twice yeah exactly (laughs) I need to find this video that's so funny why did you stop singing I think it was I think it was because all of the freaking are you gay comments like like when I had like such a high pitched voice and I was like, I don't understand how those things correlate. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure I wasn't really, I wasn't very comfortable with my masculinity at the age of, you know, 14. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's guaranteed. Damn. You should pick uh, that back up. No, I don't think <laughs> I will. <laughs> you never know. Maybe that's where your, your money lies. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I started dating my, my ex-girlfriend at Willison, like towards the very end of my mm-hmm. time there. I was also really focused just to in getting into college and she was really nice. She was, a, she was a really good person and we met and then, you know, things obviously didn't work out towards the end of my freshman year and then, you know, had my freshman year and then my freshman summer and then coming back, I just met my current girlfriend, Sky, and just never looked back since. It's been really good. Yeah. Wait, so how did you, how long did you date the first one? Like a year? Like a year and one month. Now you've been dating Sky for how long? Like a year or two. A year and she'll hate me if I get this wrong. Oh gosh. Don't a year me. and four months. Four months. How did you guys meet? I wanna know. <laughs> it was in uh it was in Target. We uh I was I was in Target with the boys. It was like first or second day of school and like we were just there to get stuff. I was with Reggie, Kevin, like, you know, the usual suspects. No, actually Kevin wasn't there. It was Malcolm, Reggie, Nick. Malik and all them and then Sky was like there with her friends and I saw Sky like in the aisle like mm-hmm. or like on her way towards us and then I made a joke 
and I was like, I was like, all right, like I've got to, you know, I think this girl's really cute. I got to say something, you know, I got to <laughs> do my little swagger oh shimmy. Gosh. And then I made a joke and like everybody laughed, including them while they were walking past. And I was like, yes, sir. And then Did you time the joke I, so that she would hear it. Of course. Oh my goodness. Okay. Of course. <laughs> what else? And then I, uh, I saw she was laughing too. I was like, Oh, and then, uh, we asked her their names right there. Mm-hmm. And I remember Sky was like, Sky was, Sky was in her bag. She was like, um, I'm sorry, who are you? And I was like, me? <laughs> you know, who me? are you? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, she, she just, I remember I was like, oh yeah, my name's Dylan. Like follow me on Instagram. And then all of a sudden she wanted to act like she didn't know how to spell Dylan. She oh. did D- D-I-L-L-O-N. So like, <laughs> all right, you know what? And That's I took her hilarious. phone. So I took her phone, typed it in. And I said, this is me. You can follow me now and I'll oh, follow that's you back. Cute. And then it turned out she had a boyfriend and I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> they happened to end things. You know, we met again coincidentally and then mm-hmm. just, you know, kicked, kicked it. Wow. That is a beautiful story. So that's all yeah. I got to do. Go to Target. I've been to Target so many times. You just Nobody have to find. Has you just have to. Me. I didn't approach her, though. I made a joke and I uh, timed it perfectly. So and I then I saw. Be- I can't you just gotta it. laugh. That's all you gotta See, do. I like to go to Target and plug in my AirPods, so maybe that's why I'm blocking my blessings. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm not listening to the jokes being told around me. You're you're blocking your your opportunities. Yeah. Fuck. Damn. You could be you could be doing a lot. I could be married right now. If you went to Target. <laughs> that's properly. without my AirPods. That's crazy. And yeah, I guess uh, I, I I haven't really been single during school. I guess like. I don't know i don't see the point in it i feel like it's like you know sleeping around and doing all that stuff is just really whack um single and i don't sleep around yeah no that makes perfect sense but like it's like but if you're single and you're not sleeping around usually you want to be in a relationship yeah that's true (laughs) that is very true it's just i i don't see the the benefits in it when you can just be you know, enjoying, you can, you can be meeting someone and like, you can, you can know that they're real about you rather than just having like six side pieces or six main pieces. It doesn't matter. Right. So you've never been the type to just have like text a bunch of girls at the same time. Exactly. What's the question? (laughs) Exactly. Shut the fuck up. What are you, what are you talking about? All right. Cause right now you're over here like, "Mm, I I plead the fifth. But also, but also, also, no, no, no. I would never, I I never text multiple girls at the same time. Never. Really? No. But like, I, I obviously, you know, have been involved with, I've kissed a girl. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. No, but you've never been, you've never been talking to a bunch of girls at the same time. No, because why? What's the point in that? Like, I feel like I've only spoken to a girl with the purpose of I want to get to know this girl and I want to yeah. see where things go. I was gonna say, so once you find, uh, like a girl, you just stop talking to anybody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm so. I guess I'm the type. I'm just so invested in like, is mm-hmm. this girl right for me? That I don't think I could ever like evaluate that properly if I'm talking to like multiple. Yeah, people see, you're smart. no i'm sorry because i'm like yeah i feel like i've met so many boys who just talk to a bunch of girls at the same time and i'm like how do you have energy for that yeah i don't i think girls are really difficult as well i mean i'm I'm not saying this and like i i live with my i've lived with my mom Mm -hmm. i have a younger sister like i just 
do not have the energy like that. For, <laughs> I, I think I'd love to have a daughter because I think every man should have like a daughter in their life. Oh, for but that's sure. a different story. Get son or thought daughter. <laughs> I mean, I want I want to have sons obviously because I just want to like see like a. I don't want to make like a miniature version of me like a lot of dads do. At least I believe. I just want to see how he develops, but I also want to like enjoy those little moments where I'm like, oh yeah, that's something I would have said, or that's something I would have did, mm-hmm. or that's something I would have worn. You know, like I just I want to enjoy those little moments like in peace and in private. And then I also want to have a daughter because I just think that's like the most precious, like me as a man and knowing mm-hmm. the way I treat women, and then also being like, I don't think he's the right fit for you. Mm-hmm. And then also being like really protective, but also like giving her her space. Like I've seen the way, like for example my girlfriend is like has like come out and then I, I've also met her dad on plenty of occasions and I like love the like relationship that they have as well yeah it's like pure honesty but you can also see like like I feel like if I broke her heart right now he'd like knock on my door in like a day or two and be like oh yeah God. listen and it's like like it obviously it's scary but uh because he's a he's a big fucking dude bro he's I think I've seen him before He's kind of, he's, he's bald too. He's like, yes, and buff. Yeah, I've seen he's him. A big dude. He, I know he works out like every, every single day, every yeah. hour of every passing day. But, um, he, he's, it's like he's training to like fight the Terminator. I'm talking about this way too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you stay up at night thinking about you. Like, when is he going to show up? <laughs> I can tell this is daunting for you. Yeah, but it's like he's training for like an apocalypse. <laughs> To like to like fight them all by himself. You better but, um, not fuck up. Yeah, no, I I won't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I you know I love their relationship and I just love like I just think that having a daughter you know makes you like a better better man or it like, gives you the opportunity to like learn so many lessons that you didn't learn as a boy. Yeah, but it's funny that you say that because having a daughter is like some boy's worst nightmare. But I think they it comes from such a completely different place like they're looking like oh i can't have a daughter because look at what she's gonna be doing like and it's like why my daughter won't be doing my daughter won't be doing that well yeah exactly so why are you even thinking about your unborn daughter possibly participating in whole activities i think that's weird yeah i mean me too but a lot of boys especially on twitter it's always like i don't want to have a daughter never want to have a daughter never want to have a daughter i mean don't get me wrong i see things on twitter like i freaking i don't know all hot girl summer really all that hot, yeah, hot girl city girls I, I i saw that kind of stuff on twitter and and to be fair if i if i thought about it in like the like obviously i'd look at it and be like oh, wow i hope my daughter never participates in that because i don't think i'd ever like be happy with that but yeah. at the end of the day like oh i really want to say i'd love my daughter either way but <laughs> i think you sh- you i think should. at this at this age of 22, I am not mature enough yet to say that. But I'm acknowledging that. <laughs> That's so funny. He's like, I would not yeah. love her. I, no, I would. But, but I think I just... it all depends on how you raise her, though. So that's on you. That's, it really is. It's that's such him. a slap in the face to, like, every single father who has, like, a porn star daughter. Think about it. There's a lot. I mean, yes. But why did they get there? And how did they get there? How did they get there? I feel like <laughs> a lot of people's destinations rely on how they were brought up. And and even regardless, maybe they had the best upbringing. Maybe they just wanted to be in the porn industry. And I think I think that's also, that's a profession 
that should not be like I failed as a father I mean it might be I don't know I'm I've never been a father before so I don't know how I would react if my daughter was in the porn industry I don't fucking know I mean if my daughter was I don't want to think about that I don't, I, I hope that doesn't happen, but yeah, let's not think. What if, okay, what if she had an OnlyFans? Would you accept that? I, th- I think she'd be smart enough not to fucking tell me if she had. It. <laughs> you so. stumble upon it because you are looking for OnlyFans as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fault. That's on me. Yeah. That is on me. If I'm looking for an OnlyFans, well, that is, comp- that's past my time. That is on me. Okay, if Sky said she wanted to have an OnlyFans right now, what would you say? I just can't picture her saying that <laughs> if she did, because we've okay. spoken about it, obviously. Yeah. I'd just be like, you know, I understand. But really? I I would I understand that she wants to do that. Mm-hmm. However, I think that she wouldn't actually I think she'd be completely fine. Uh, I just am not comfortable with the idea of many, many men seeing mm-hmm seeing my girlfriend's body just yeah. for just for you know money because i think that like i think i saw some girl she like has an only fans and she like she was like oh you know buy it for like 11 12 15 whatever mm-hmm. and i just i never could place a value on sky's body to the extent yeah. where it's like you can you can pay money to see it like i just i i couldn't i couldn't think to myself oh you know this is how much it costs to see her naked mm. I I just mm-hmm. uh, you know it's like you, you'd have to point. if if you're charging everybody like a million dollars in short by by all means mm-hmm. go right ahead but it's like I just I couldn't even not for eleven dollars a month <laughs> no it's crazy so <laughs> what if she says she wants to have it with you absolutely the fuck not no <laughs> no like way. a couple's channel no you could way. make so much money though you guys are both attractive I know I believe that. But I don't want. <laughs> I'm not even like secure enough in my body to like be showing people myself. Naked. Oh please, you post shirtless all the time. Yes, but do I post my diddly out? <laughs> okay. Have you, so, like, so you're insecure about that? <laughs> I mean, I don't. You know, I'm not. I'm not taking my shirt off every two seconds. I, some yeah, days, yeah. I, I some days I feel like, oh, you look nice today. Mm-hmm. And then you know, yeah, we all, we all have that. I understand. Yeah, I I have those days too, for sure. You talk about toxic relationships a lot. Not a lot, but you've brought it up a couple of times. So what is your qualm with that? Because I know you have a qualm with with the whole toxic relationship phrase and debacle that's going on. So is your question what I have against toxic relationships? Well, what what do you what do you consider a toxic relationship, first of all? And do you think a little bit of toxicity is good sometimes? And have you had moments where you're like, this is a toxic relationship or I'm being toxic? Because I don't think, I don't know how toxic you are. I'd have to ask Sky. Maybe she'd have to come on this podcast. I, I think my view of toxic relationships may be different than other people's or it might be the same or it just might be a view that more people should adopt. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think um, I think a toxic relationship is when one person is is really serious about the relationship and the yeah. other person is not. Or or when two people are just not really serious about the relationship and they're just playing around and they're playing mind games and they're messing with the person. And mm-hmm. then you're like talking to other people or you're starting arguments just for the fun of it. Like I, I think that kind of stuff is toxic because I always tell Sky like I want her to be my peace and I want to be her peace. And mm-hmm. I feel like we've done that successfully for a really long time. And I like I value communication, for example. So rather than her just saying, Yeah, okay, like Dylan 
know, fuck you. Like, I'm angry right now, but I don't want to tell you what it is. Like, we wouldn't have a moment like that because we've gone through so many, like, nights of just, like, talking and, like, understanding each other. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like now we, we gel and we work very well because we've we've broken that barrier of, you know, I want to communicate. I want to I want to understand you and I, I want to do it to the point where I know what you want without you even speaking. Mm. so that's that's something that's really been important to me that's vital Uh, yeah yeah i guess it is i'm not wearing socks right now (laughs) wait no way i'm wearing socks right now i feel like the roles are reversed yeah i know that's crazy but okay so do you think uh, some toxicity is good because a lot of times you see posts that like I'm so toxic. I'm so crazy. Or I need me a crazy girl or, you know, stuff like that. Like, I feel like people cap on social media a lot, talking about, like, they want drama in their life or if it's too boring, I'll start an argument or stuff like that. Do you think to some extent that is healthy in a relationship? I think that I think that toxicity as a whole is really unhealthy. I I think that arguing at times, starting an argument because mm-hmm. it's boring, I think is is also really unhealthy. But I think if if you're starting an argument argument because you're like bottling in emotion and yeah. you actually want to come to a conclusion, then you know it probably wasn't the best way to go about it. But if that's the only way you see fit and that's the only way you know, then you know do that by all means. But try to find a better way around it so you're not bottling in emotion. So. I guess my answer is like 70% no it's not 85% all right and then 15% like yeah sure go for 85, it 85% is good what made you say like yeah sky like I want to be in a relationship with sky what what makes you say this is the girl that I want to be with as opposed to not this girl's I know oh my gosh um I mean she's beautiful first of all that's that's the first thing I I tell her I tell her all the time I think she she looks like a goddess she like I think she's gorgeous first of all I don't I don't know how much of this I want to put in this right now before her head gets too big (laughs) however it's good to hype her up yeah we were talking about this the other day she was like I don't I don't think you're crazy about me and not like not like crazy in the not like crazy in a bad way but like she just I don't know sometimes I'm like so focused on like what I'm doing yeah I, I just forget to pay pay much attention to the people that like I really care about that are close mm-hmm. to me and like sometimes I guess I'm guilty of taking that for granted at times yeah but like I think she is I think she's the most beautiful girl in the world I think she's sexy I think she's so intelligent I think I think you know I mean I know these things I don't really think it yeah I just I looked at her and I was like wow like that's that's like a woman you know (laughs) yeah that's a woman yeah and she she just was like she she was so respectful of her past of her own relationship when she was in it and like I probably was not as respectful of it when Mm -hmm. when she was in it like I wasn't like you know hitting her up or anything but I would look at her in like a I like the way you look. Type mm-hmm. of. I remember we we saw each other at a party. We bumped into each other, and she was like very standoffish because she was like, you know, I I didn't know she had a boyfriend at the time. Yeah, but I was like kind of closer, and then you know, eventually I just subsided because I was like, all right, you know. But mm-hmm. I just I looked at her and I was like, this girl's beautiful. And then when we spoke, I was like, wow, this girl like has she's so family oriented. She is so so intelligent, and she just knows her stuff. But it's also like. I could talk to this girl for hours without like doing anything. Like I just, mm-hmm. I could like pick this girl's brain for hours. Yeah. And, and like, I remember, I think 
I think I, I told her even, I, uh, yeah, it was like uh, November-ish time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, now we speak about it. Obviously, I didn't fucking say it back then. But I, I, I remember that, like, I think I, I fell in love with her when I think we'd spent, like, 24 hours together, like, on the bounce. Like, we, we were just chilling. We went to, to, like, some thrift shop. And then we went to, like, go get dinner together. And then we, yeah. And then we got breakfast in the morning. And like we, she obviously, you know, we, we chilled together. It was, it was great. And we like spent like a really large portion of time together. And I don't think I could do that with anybody else. Cause I get, I get irritated so easily with like the simplest things. Yeah. Like, so it was, it was, I don't know. I felt wow. really good. Yeah. That is so cute. Shut up. <laughs> very simple like behavior that you just executed. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that was very, that was very sweet. That was very sweet. I, would yeah, hope yeah, that yeah. somebody talks about me like that someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you don't want to accept it, no. But that was sweet. Yeah, um, for sure. Do you have any advice for how to keep a relationship going, like you know, long term? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just shouldn't do that. Period. Like you shouldn't. You shouldn't be focused on trying to keep the relationship going. Mm. I feel like you should really be focused on is this my person and if it's not then just keep it pushing like you don't want to waste you don't want to waste your years you don't want to waste your time and you don't want to waste like continuing to push on with somebody that it just isn't working with Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying you know once you guys argue for a few times you should call it quits because that's not what I'm trying to say at all but rather just be very very vocal about what it is that you need and if that person is showing you that they can't provide that or that person just genuinely doesn't look like they're Mm -hmm. providing that or can provide that or that person just doesn't want to provide that then that's not really your person yeah because you shouldn't really have to settle but that that goes for girls and guys you shouldn't you should yeah yeah Yeah, that's that's really good advice because I feel like a lot of the times people put up with stuff just because they don't want to be alone or you know yeah yeah they just want a warm body uh I remember (laughs) what's his name Idosa, Idosa said something that re- resonates with me now. He said a lot of people just want like a warm body to let cuddle. Mm. I was like, wow, yeah. that kid, that kid, man. All right, so we're gonna switch gears a bit switch because gears. I want to know. Because <laughs> I want to know, like, in the beginning, you said that coming to, like, coming to America, like as a black boy just living in America. In the beginning, what are you saying? Have you never seen that? No. What is that? Whack. That's whack. You kind of had a British accent when you said that just now. Have you never seen that? I I I have a British accent when I read. Really? Yeah, like when I read. Your mom has an accent. Oh, I realized, and your sister too. Yeah, she does. She does. So cool. She'd be like, um, what does she say all the time? She'd be like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> is like, she coming oh. here? Like, is she going to come here with you? What do you mean? Oh, uh, no, no. For school? Won't. When I was 18, it's what my dad offered. But I, th- I don't think she's I don't think she's cut out for that lifestyle. Really? Wait, how old uh, is she now? She's 15. She just turned 15. Oh, okay. That's young still. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really want her in America. I don't want her anywhere close to here. <laughs> Why? 
I think it's it's dangerous and it's also just not a place for her to be and develop because I think she had a, re- a few really tough years in England even though she like likes her friends and all that mm-hmm. but I think she got bullied a lot for her skin color mm. and for the for her appearance and the way she looks and my yeah. sister's a beautiful young lady she's really mm-hmm. smart mm-hmm. and and just I I couldn't fathom that she was getting that and obviously it takes a mental toll and it's like now for now sure. it's like a lot slower paced here and in Germany now and it's just like Obviously, people are racist in Germany. Don't get me wrong, but it's just the yeah. Pace. I want to know what that's like because I feel like Europe. I feel like the racism is very subtle mm-hmm. and not yeah. as out in your face. For sure, for sure. I mean that. I yeah, yeah. I uh, I experienced that more early on, but I guess when I like grew and stuff, that you didn't. I didn't really get it as much because I. I, I feel like I'm outspoken at times, so I mm-hmm. didn't really let that. Well, I also that. feel like you look intimidating, so nobody would even try. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a big teddy bear though. <laughs> but uh, in 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 Europe itself, well, first of all, that's why I don't want my sister anywhere near America until they sort themselves out completely, <laughs> until, until they actually become like great. Yes, <laughs> no, for real. And, I don't think uh, that's coming anytime soon though. So yeah, no, it's not. That's why I can say yeah, you can you can go to America when you know it's like the best country in the world. Mm-hmm which is not going to happen in this lifetime. Europe in general is just really, really weird. It's like, for example, I I came when I was 10 and I went to like this, uh, this like German course like thingy that I had to go to every single day before I could like be integrated into normal school. Yeah. And I remember like there would be like 17, 18 year olds and they'd be like Germans or like Turkish like guys. And they'd always be like, oh, that's like the, that's the N word from, you know. What? I'm like Hollywood because like that's California like that's the only place um and they'd be like you know that's that's the kid from California that's the n-word from California and then I remember like probably so every single day except for like maybe four or five days of that whole entire like school year because I was there for nine months I'd get beat up every single day on my way home you're lying every single day like religious no stop I was not prepared for you to say that I'm sorry no 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 it's okay (laughs) what do you need a minute (laughs) do you need a minute no what it was bad, bro. It was, it was, and I was like 10 years old and I was like fearing for my life. And for it was, it was, for oh. being black. Yeah. I mean, I believe it was for being black, but. I mean, know. cause what else did you do? I was lanky. I feel like I was like, <laughs> I was a really lanky, like 10 and 11 year old. I feel like that was. What does lanky mean? Just like tall and skinny? I was skinny? like, tall, yeah, I was like really. Oh. Uh... I'm kind of still tall and skinny. Oh my Just... goodness. At 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. It was really physically bad. like physically beating you up no they <laughs> they beat me in chess every single day on my way home <laughs> they, they beat me with my words <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they read really strongly worded poems to me <laughs> <laughs> no because i cannot process that like yeah that's insane did you tell your mom uh i didn't i didn't want her to worry I didn't tell her when it was happening, but obviously we've spoken about it now because there were days I just couldn't go to school because I was like in pain and it'd be like, oh, like I didn't work out today. I'm not, you know, like, I don't know why you're sore. And I just, you know, obviously I, I'm sure she suspected it because yeah. I'd, I'd come home crying. Well, were you the only black boy? The only, first of all, I was the only black boy in that school. Mm-hmm. And then oh I was God. the only, and then I was the only black boy in the next school that I went to as well in Germany. Like, and it was like, you had 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th grades. No! And you'd have, like, five different parallel classes with, like, 30 kids in each class. And I was the one singular black kid until I was, like, in 8th grade, and then there was one 5th grader who was black. 
and like literally i was the only black kid for four years it was it was tough Dylan. yeah it was really rough but in the second school it wasn't really as bad obviously people would like say stuff but i, I it obviously when you when you experience what i experienced beforehand it's just yeah like nothing it. really gets to you yeah and oh but I think the worst moment for me honestly wasn't even like the the physical stuff. It was I was on the train. I I was on the train and I was about to get out at my stop. Yeah. And it was probably one of like my one of my earlier days. I was probably like 11 and this man was just like staring at me like with his like mouth open and he was just looking at me. And then I I looked and like I felt like his eyes like burning into the side of my head so I looked at him. And he just like looked away as if he was like startled. Oh my and then, god! And then I'd look back out the like out the door, like mm-hmm. the train. It was a tram. Like I'd I'd look out the door, and he'd just be staring at me. And I remember I just felt so degraded. And I remember like I just I was I was trying so hard to like hold tears back, and I just started crying. I was like <sighs> ridiculous, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. Was it because of the town? Like, was it just because of the neighborhood, or is that like? Germany and and all like there's not that many black people. Uh, I, I just think it was because of I don't even think it was it was really either one. I think Düsseldorf, where I where I used to live, is a beautiful place, and like the people there, I'd say I feel most at home there because I've met so many really good people there. Yeah, and you know my closest friends are black, and like my 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 best friend like of all time is is my friend Josh. He's from South Africa, but he like also moved there mm-hmm. and we've like experienced roughly the same things i just say it's like the it was like the time you know mm-hmm. it was the time and it was my age and it was people just were not used to seeing that as much and it's like obviously yeah. i'm not i'm not 100 years old like not much has changed but it's like the way people view you due to like social media for example is like so different now mm-hmm. i just say it was the time like I, I don't think that's germany in a nutshell i, I love it here yeah. i just think uh at first it was really difficult so like you experience that and then you come here and and although there's so many black people and there's so many like you know much more inclusivity i guess and america's supposed to be better because it's like the melting pot or whatever but then it's just a different kind of racism like you're fearing for your life in both situations Mm -hmm. you're just never safe anywhere as a black boy yeah i uh i've i feel like i've been really lucky not to like have like one of those experiences that you like see in the news yeah you know i'm i'm you know i I thank god have you never had that with like umass police or anything no yeah i mean i have like i remember i was i was driving at night and i think i was speeding to the parking lot but like Mm -hmm. i was i wasn't going superiorly fast but i was going pretty like steady pace and then also i guess the the um license plate had like expired or something yeah and so he stopped us for that like in the parking lot and then he like came like to the window he was just like yeah um you know you you need to do you know why i stopped you first i was like no i don't but i was like really respectful and he was like can i see your id can i well he was like license and registration i was like this isn't my car and he was like well can i see some id and then he was like, but could you please reach slowly? And I was like, like what? that, like it, it was, I promise you, it was right after Sky and I had watched Queen and Slim. So we were coming back from the theater. No. Oh my God. Like, no. I didn't feel, I didn't feel fear in my body until he said, could you please reach slowly? What does like, that even mean? Because that's that's you- when I was like, 
<laughs> had shivers in my body. I was like, oh my Wait, God. But, but like, what does he mean by that? Because he knows you're going for your wallet. So even if yeah. you reach fast or slow, what mm. does that matter? I, sure, I don't know. But I, I asked Sky to just get it out of my pocket. And then she yeah. did. And then she just handed it over. I just kept my hands on the wheel. Oh my and, God. Yeah. But I'm, I That's don't know. Baffling. I don't want to give UMass a bad rep, even though they suck sometimes. I don't care. I'm going to give them a bad rep any yeah, chance. Honestly, I, fuck, fuck, you know. I mean, I love this school, but. I, I mean, I do too, but they blame, they're like blaming students. Well, first of all, actually, no, students are really fucking stupid because did you see what they did because our fucking hockey team? Oh, team yeah, but you, you realize they didn't even say anything about that? I, oh. They didn't even send an email like they normally would have. Because I guess hockey is justified <laughs> in crowds. <laughs> hockey, yeah. Um, I don't know. I th- I think UMass in general was just stupid, but that that like gave me a really fearful moment. But that was also my first one in America where I felt like, wow, this is okay. scary. Yeah, but do you do you feel like okay? Because we are in a PWI, right? So I wonder because as a black girl, I feel like the experiences are different. Because, well, you take you take racism and then you take misogyny so then and then that's like misogynoir so a black black women just have intersectionality with you know different like being in different marginalized groups but i'm i wonder like as a black man because you have the upper hand of being a man but that also can be very like it can be kind of worse in a sense because you're perceived as more of a threat than i would be so do you consciously try to make yourself not seem like as a as threatening or is that not something you think about? I um first of all I uh I I disagree. I think that it is 100%. I feel like the most disrespected as well as underprotected group in all of America is the black woman. That's and true. I stand by that to this day. I think that I think that at least I have protection. At least I have people who would like in a in a situation would be like, whoa, officer, you can't do this. I'd have like 10 cameras like on me mm. if something like went down. And with the black woman, you you don't you don't see that. You don't mm. you don't have that that's same type true. of protection. And I think that's really scary. So yeah. I, I I think I'd be significantly more fearful if I was if I was you. Really? Yeah. Wow. But I, I also think that the way my parents brought me up, they just wanted me to be safe. And they just yeah. He taught me not to let my anger get the best of me, even though obviously that still happens at times. But they they taught me like to never let it show in that way, especially outside, mm-hmm. you know, and to to behave in a way that would make it seem like, okay, this person is not a threat at all. Because the number one thing you hear police officers say is that they were fearful. They, yeah. they were scared for their lives. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I would never give an officer that excuse because of the way I was brought up. Okay, what about like in normal everyday situations, like when you meet white people, when you meet anybody, are you ever like thinking about how they will view you or? No, no, okay. I just, uh, I'm, I'm, you can you hear me? Yeah, I mean, ah, I mean, I'm, I'm myself in that group. I'm as much as myself as I feel like I can allow myself to be in that group, because obviously a lot of white people will not be able to relate to me as a person mm-hmm. and, and what I go through daily. So I, I can just put out my relatable self. Yeah. And then the rest, you know, just comes naturally. Mm-hmm. You make a good point because this whole time I've been thinking it's probably worse to be a black man because because I feel like they just are deemed more dangerous because a lot of the videos we see are black mm-hmm. men. But you are right in the sense that if it was a black woman, it would not, they, they would not really care that much. 
Yeah, exactly. You they, you exactly. can even see in the um, in how media, you know, pushes for when black men mm-hmm. are in situations of injustice versus when black women is quieter. <laughs> you could you could name a whole bunch. I, I saw a TED talk the other day. For yes, I, you saw I, it I was, thinking, I was thinking about that TED talk. One where he's like, you know, everybody stand up, and then he'll be like. He'll say like a bunch of, he'll say, sit down when you don't know a name. And then yes. people would sit down when black women were named. It's like, mm-hmm. it's redonkulous. So I guess we could just move on to the questions right now. Since we're on the topic. All right. So I like to do a little Q&A segment with my uh-huh. guest and see what, oh, who is Dylan Will started following? Thank you. Will not follow back, but thanks for the follow. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you only follow two people. I was, yes. you know, okay. And it's both of my pages. Okay. Yeah. So what do you major in, people want to know? I'm a communication major as well as a German major. So I'm a double mm-hmm. major in those two things. But I'm planning after I graduate to get my MS in business. Nice. Where? Do you know where? Eisenberg. I'm just going to apply. Back really? Just going yeah. right into it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't want to take too much time. You know, I'm not yeah. getting any younger. I also just think it's, it, it'll put me in really good stead in regards to business in general, as well as communication. So I feel like, you know, I have I have something to to Like I, I have my mm-hmm. education plus more. Yeah. Plus, because you're sticking to UMass, that's a lot of connections that you can build through that yeah. school. Well, so, are you going to be there for like how long then? It's a uh, MS program is just like an accelerated master's degree. So instead of two so years, it's like it's four plus one. one. Yeah. So it's, so it's my, so my four years, obviously, since I'm, a, I'm going to be a senior now. Mm-hmm. And then after that, just one more year and then I'm done. Oh, okay. Same thing. Um, Wait, same. What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, cause there's a four plus one, like public health thingy where you could yeah. get your master's so I'm thinking like that's kind of the same thing I'm oh, thinking cool. of doing that but I don't know if I'm like I'm like 80% when I do that but then like 20% I'm like why should I you know why why do you feel like you shouldn't do it well, because I feel like I found passion in so many other things other than mm-hmm. public health I mean I can intertwine what I do with public health because public health is so broad but I genuinely like like podcasting and YouTube and Instagram yeah. so I'm like if I can just graduate and then focus on those things I can yeah. make something out of it instead of That's just good. being in school because when I mean, I'm yeah. in school I'm giving like I'm not excelling at anything you know <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. doing 50% school and then 50% this so I'm not giving my all to one yeah you know i feel i mean yeah public health isn't going anywhere so you 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 know if you want if you find it passionate then could go back yeah i agree you already answered this question they were like do you speak any other languages besides english you you speak german obviously hablo un poquito de español si bueno (laughs) (laughs) and then and then here's my other one Je parle un peu de français. Ooh, tu parles français aussi? Oui, oui. Ooh, oui. très bien. Merci, merci. Et what else? <laughs> oh, uh, no Nigerian it. language. I'm waiting for your book. God, no, no, I can't. No, I can't. My mom, my, no, nobody ever taught me. Nobody, nobody wanted me to learn that. That's so. Wait, are you Igbo or Yoruba or Ido? Those are the only three I know. I don't know if there's more. Igbo. There we go. Evil? Okay. But you don't well, let me just let me just ask to be sure. Oh my god, okay. I have to you know me. I'm I'm forgetful. All right. So I was wrong. I'm your boy. <laughs> <laughs> he says, so I I was wrong, but then I knew that. Yeah. You really thought you were Igbo? Why? I feel like that's that's vital information, Dylan, that you need to know. Yeah, I'm you just You should really not have gotten that wrong. I'm a forgetful dude. I'm disappointed. Not your heritage, like I'm sorry. Very disappointed. I'm sure all the Nigerians listening are. Forgive me. Forgive are, me. Are sick right now. If I ever say I love you, shut up. My body. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're trying to redeem yourself, please. 
What the hell is that? Fall by DeVito. I'm, any white person knows Fall by DeVito. Please, that's the most popular song. You got to come with one song that is very Nigerian that would, you know, redeem yourself. Do you know, I mean, this isn't, this is what, I, do you know Rotimi, the singer? Yes. Yeah. I really, I really like his song. In My Bed is one of my favorites. Oh, my yeah. Song. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I think he has another one, like, called Love or something. I don't know. But yeah, he's really good. You, how does he achieve such luscious skin? <laughs> What's your skincare routine? <laughs> um, I I do a daily cleanser every single day, and then I exfoliate twice every other day. So I don't do it every single day. I exfoliate twice every other day. Mm-hmm. Do you, do do people want to know my products? Because I don't want to gate. Sh- I don't want to gatekeep. <laughs> yeah, spill spill. I um I have this uh I have two cleansers because some days some days it's just too hard for my skin. Mm-hmm. I have Lumen Lumen um Lumen is this like brand that I saw on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, their exfoliator was rubbish, but I I really liked that cleanser. It was uh it was really nice. I, I liked it a lot, and it it just like you know made my yeah. skin feel really good. And but when I use that, I use my Paula's Choice um exfoliating liquid like two percent bha liquid or some some shit like that i don't even know how to say it. you just like put it on like a cotton swab and then you mm-hmm. you know wow. i do that twice a day when i exfoliate and then i put on my lotion my 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 face my face moisturizing cream and then i uh top it off with some oils some some oils i use this rose hip seed oil from the original mm-hmm yeah, and that's uh, that's pretty much my like routine when it's jam packed. Wow, that is more extensive than I do. It makes sense. You do have nice skin, but I just wash my face with Dove soap <laughs> and slap on some shea butter. Yeah, and yeah, call it a day. I need to look into those though. I'm gonna write them down when I'm editing. I'll have yeah. to listen to it and write those names down. Another question: How is the pandemic treating you? I hate it when people say like, "Oh my gosh, like Corona's been like a blessing and a curse," like, or it's been like a hidden blessing because like people have died. <laughs> Sir, don't say that. Like, I don't care that you got in the best shape of your life. Like, <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. I-, I think everybody who says that is a fucking asshole. Like that's ridiculous. I have said so, that before. So- that's kind of reminds me of you know parasite have you seen parasite yeah. when yeah. they're like oh the flood was such a blessing <laughs> and every and then it fucking fucked everybody else over yeah i feel like i've been really anti-social because like obviously i have my my dad is the biggest preacher on corona is still in town <laughs> okay yeah. corona like he he'll he'll uh He's very, very adamant on that. So mm-hmm. I, I don't even like I didn't even go out to the grocery store when I was when I was in America. Wow. Overall, like obviously I'm healthy. I, I haven't had it, haven't contracted mm-hmm. it. You know, in, in that regard, it's treated me well. But mm-hmm. obviously seeing my peers and say like, you know, I haven't lost anyone due to it, thankfully. But I mean, I haven't lost anybody close to me. But I, you know, a bunch of my friends have had it. Uh, and my stepmother lost somebody pretty close to them. Mm. and so obviously seeing all the effects of it just haven't really been nice because you know you, you shouldn't have to deal with that on a daily basis the number one question that i have avo- I, avo- I avoided avoided it Why'd i avoided avoid it? it i avoided it because it says why didn't you guys do a part two of your viral videos oh i mean it's it's not even that big of a deal we, yeah we just 
I don't know. I feel like um Yeah, people are just very curious. I I mean we we could have. We could have like, We could have. Yeah, we we just didn't. Yeah, that's, honestly. That's the that's the That's a T. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm very glad that we met and we also did that video and everything else because it's been been a good journey. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really sure. happy. I'm really happy about that. That was a really nice thing to be involved in. Yeah. I think you guys should like for part two yeah. of this because that is the only part two you will ever be seeing. Yeah, honestly. Thank you, Dylan, for having this chat and joining the kingdom finally. We are happy yeah. to have you here. Thank and... you for having me. I said oh, it three times it's a pleasure. This. It's a wasn't pleasure. sure if you heard me. And yeah. follow him on Instagram at who is Dylan Will. Follow the podcast on Instagram at WTTK Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at KingXCora. Subscribe to the podcast channel if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can give it a thumbs up, subscribe, follow, five star rating, or four star, three star, whatever you think. My, like this is my like. eyes are closed because, like, this sounds like what it sounds like when I'm like listening. To yeah, when you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. I'm crying. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this, and I will talk to you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>